Hi guys, welcome to the Drive-In Podcast. I'm Lamont. And I'm Alex. And we watch bad movies. So you don't have to. Well, to, to, today we got to do, we had to do an emergency pod. Normally, you know, we're like, oh, something breaks and we're like, okay, we definitely have to address it since this thing broke the internet. The uh, Cat Williams interview with Channa Sharp on Club Shay Shay. That's why, you know what the number one job of somebody that sold their soul in Hollywood is? What? Is to act like it didn't happen. They all do the same job. Why do you think Gary Owen can't cross over and he already white and been in comedy for 25 years? If what I say ain't the case. It's a cabal. It's a, it's a consortium. They, they rock with who they rock with and they don't with who they don't. But I'm not scared of being the competition any more than you were when you lined up uh, uh, across from a superior team. Yeah, on paper, they're a better team. Right. They have all the assets and resources and we don't. But let us get on the line, boy, boy, and see if that factors in. I, I guarantee you it won't. Wow. Because Shannon Sharp got to be a different person than that other person. Absolutely. And he always was. That doesn't change when I change teams. That remains the same. That's how a legacy is built. So all of these shortcut takers, I, I was, they canceled me for talking about Harvey Weinstein before the thing came out, but he offered to suck my penis in front of all my people at my agency. Uh, like, I, I, I just got to say, our, our niche, our niche, as they say, is strictly movies, uh, being small screen, big screen, streaming, but we have to acknowledge it because it's it's dealing with Hollywood, and that's the thing. Why we got to get into this whole tobacco, and as I say, jump on the pile because everybody's talking about it. It's it's the podcast. I think it's called the podcast that was heard around the world. Yeah. Now. I, it, <laughs> Everywhere. When I saw it, I was like, wait a minute. And then I, because I, usually I'll, I'll watch Club Shay Shay or I'll listen to it, uh-huh. put it on because of not so much of him, but of the people he has to talk to because he has some interesting, you know, guests. But right. you're normally they run about 35, maybe 45 minutes at the most, right? Mm-hmm. This Cat Williams joint was like two hours, over two and a half hours. <laughs> like, uh, this is like, this is shorter. This is right up there with like, uh, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> color Purple. Like, yeah. it's, it's the Color Purple Killers of the uh, Flower Moon podcast version. Like, it's it's a long length. It's Godfather. It's it's every long length film that you saw, Ray. <laughs> yeah. But it was the podcast version of it. And it it's amazing how we got caught up in this whirlwind. Dude, 22, what, 2 million? 2.2 million views in two days. Yeah, because, I mean, because people wanted to hear what he had to say. Like, basically, you know, Shannon Shard comes on, he has his little cognac, and they sit down and they talk. So he had Cat Williams come on, and Cat was basically came on because he wanted to refute what Cedric the Entertainer, uh, 
Steve Harvey, Ricky Smiley, like all these guys have said in their sit downs with him. So he wanted to come out and just clear the air and mm-hmm. get what his version of the truth out. And he basically was just like <laughs> throwing everybody under the bus, exposing all the things that, you know, that he saw and he heard in Hollywood. And it literally just took the internet by crazy. So, yeah. and it's what, what got me was he didn't, he didn't just stop a comedian's. No. He was going at everybody. Like Ludacris was brought up. Um, who else? Lula, Diddy, Kim Kardashian, uh, uh, it's, uh, Earthquake. Just like everybody that right he had life like, with that he was just like, okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna get my version of the truth out here, and I'm gonna just just tell you, you know. And they did basically Kevin Hart, also Kevin Hart, and these guys what? have been have been responding yeah, been back. They, they, well, Kevin Hart and it, I call it the battle of the short guys. Kevin Hart and, and Cat Williams always had this little tiff between e- each other for a long time, like for years. It's been like on and off, on and off. And with when Jay, when the ball dropped in 2024. Cat Williams crawled out of that New Year's Eve ball and let it fly, like let everything out. And a lot of a lot of the world is just taken back by it. And if you're if you're someone who observes the the comedy world, you see it all the time. Uh, as far as one of the major allegations that he brought up was stealing of jokes. Stealing yes, yes. of uh, material that comedians that work hard throughout their careers coming up with these colorful things that make everybody laugh that somebody who has already arrived come and just snatch their joke um, and do it on a grander scheme and it, I mean we see it, we see it in Hollywood too you know, you see a movie made and you'd be like, wait a minute. That's the same premise for blah, blah, blah. And they just put, you know, they did a black version of it or they did a Hispanic version of it. But they also, changed the name. But the thing about with movies and with songs and stuff, even when you do, if you do that, you have to pay them. Like there's right. money coming in with jokes. Like it's really harder to prove it. Like, cause I know he was, uh, well, it's not in this, in this, you can now because there's video. Like, I mm-hmm. guess this video of, of him telling the joke and then the one he said that Cedric stole and this video of Cedric, you know, telling the joke. So it's like, who what came first? Like, who told it first? And you look, the timeline says the cat did it first. Right. And then Cedric has it. That was that was his closing joke. Yeah. So, like, you both see like of, a, and that's even bad because it was the closing joke for both of them. Like, I could get it if he had did it in the middle. Of his set, and he could have just, you know, sandwiched it in, but he ended the set with it, and and Cat ended his set in '98 on it, and you know, let's let's go back to our off record conversation of as far as because I, I want to just go ahead and get get this cleared and out, out of the air about Shay Shay Uncle Shay Shay. No, Uncle, yeah, Star. okay, okay. Okay, I want to ask. This is what I wanted to ask you about it. Okay, you, I think we're coming at this a little bit different from everybody else. I feel like 
Yeah. Like you're a journalist and you know that when you interview people or you give them a platform, you got you got to have you have to fact check. You can't just have people saying any old thing out there. Like you, mm-hmm. you just can't cuz you'll get sued. You we have to run stuff through lawyers sometime if there's some allegations. Right. We got to definitely try to get the other side of it. Now, Shannon claims he's a entertainer and he's not a journalist. But right. but I was thinking really like this show is not live. He taped this show. Yeah. So if he taped the show, that means there's time to get the other side. There's time to fact check stuff before you just put stuff out there in the universe. When mm-hmm. you first, like as juicy as it was, did your journalist brain go off and say, maybe Shannon should have done a little bit more follow up on this? Um, yeah, that and the aspect of not having control of the the interview. He let he literally let Cat Williams take over the interview and Cat was literally the the interviewee and the interviewer. Shannon was just watching situation. watching and laughing. And like. Shannon was just he was like us. He was a spectator of this spectacle that was happening right before him. He even to the point, and and if anybody hear this in any other parts of it, and I'm not coming against Shannon because I love his content, I love his characters in in every situation that because he's gonna be he's gonna be the old uncle that say old old guy terminology and come up with all these you know like one of my favorite things that Shannon Sharp says is. Uh, if you if you always got to be the bigger person, you got to you got to stop hanging around little people. And that ca- you know what's so funny about it? That actual thing came around and bit him in the tail. That shows how smart Cat Williams was because he's Cat Williams. One of his standout uh, one-liners in that whole thing was Shannon Sharp. You are too great to be hanging around all these losers. I was like, wow. no, 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 no. You know his words were, "You have an affinity for losers." Right. Oh my God. Like for, you, for, for losers. losers. And yeah. I was like, God, but it's it's that thing that he had. And we 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 see it all the time. We we will be in situations where the subject would always try to take over the interview, but you gotta bring them back in by put giving them a question that they have to stop and think. Because you know they'll be like, well, yeah, and then I got this merch that I'm selling. It's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, 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 no. We're not trying to go in that that sense. We want to come back to the fact that we're right here, just like how Gail King ring R. Kelly in with all that foolishness that he did. Yeah. So it's like in that sense, Shannon fumbled the ball. Since we're going to go ahead and do football terms, because Cat Williams was patronizing Shannon Sharp with all these football terms that he would do just to, you know, bait him in. But then he'll say, he'll give him a quick shot to the kidneys with something that was insulting. And it's like, God, don't Shannon see that this dude is nah. making fun of him while he's in, you know, building him up or saying something that, that makes him like he would, he would say this dude was like Larry King. Like I, he put, the Shannon Shop show in the same category as Larry King's show. No. And then come back and say something that was kind of, you know, making Shannon seem, you know, you should know better than that, Shannon. You should have well, asked yeah. them why they were here. I was like, damn. 
Because I feel like if, if Shannon does follow up on uh, the interviews with Steve, the interviews with said, like if he because right. again, again, I just really it just came to me like his stuff is taped, so yeah. he could literally go back and he can he could do that. Yeah, like it's not like a, you can go back. Did Cedric say this? Did was his joke stolen? Let me pull right. up the let me pull up the video and see if you got somebody saying something that's more than just you know them telling their life story. Then I feel like you owe it to the audience to check. And if you, he says he's an entertainer, but stop acting like a journalist. That's my opinion. Right. But but again, it doesn't matter because he's got so many followers and people are watching. And people and, don't really care because it's just it's like gossip, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. I think with that, and mind you, this like we said, we're not throwing jabs at, at the show. It is what it is. Uh, it's it's right up there with TMZ. It's it's right up there with all the shade room, all this stuff, and it caters to everybody's sense of being a little messy. Like everybody no matter how much people preach against, you know, we 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 don't do gossip, everybody listen to this this podcast. Cause they it was, did. It, and it's like you could you could be the dude that like, man, I just mind my own business. Every once in a while, like I was trying my best to stay away from it. I was like, okay, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. And then the next thing I know, every feed on my Facebook page or every feed on my Instagram was Cat Williams saying something. I'm like, wait a minute. I remember that. I remember that. Let me go ahead and look at this thing and see what he's talking about. So it's just crazy. Like, you know, they a lot of people were throwing Wanda Sykes in there, and it's like he wasn't talking about Wanda Sykes. He was talking about the other Wanda. Well, that's because Shannon, Shannon misspoke. You yeah, know he, he misspoke. <laughs> he went too fast. And it's like, yeah. no, it's not that Wanda. It's the Wanda that used back in the day, she was a comedian from Florida. Um, and she had a pretty decent career, and she ended up being a radio host in Atlanta, and that was the one. And I remember that that very painful session of Cat Williams just thrashing this poor lady. Well, I mean, she brought it on herself though. She kept she messing with him, and it was like you 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 punching at him to save face on your show, and you should have just left it alone. And then after a while, that that added to that whole like season of <laughs> Cat Williams getting in trouble and people trying to shoot him, and he he going to try that whole. Now this is the lie that I just wanted him to stop it when he said he was a, a a physical phenom to the to the extent that he could run a what a four, four, two, four two four three yeah a four two four three into forty, but you letting little kids dust you off and then choke you out. And they got cell phones. Like, the kids got records of Cat Williams getting beat up by, by a teenager. <laughs> Come on, Cat. Yeah. Stop now. Stop yeah. that. Yeah. You know, but you getting on air, and it's like, no. And that's where Shannon Shop should have had a, a, a quick little fact check. Hey, so, okay, you saying you run a 4-2 four, four in the 40. What happened with that situation with the little kid choking you out, man? See, it's all about having control of your show, and like, like we said, Shannon just loosened the reins so much and let him run wild. But he benefits at the end because for two hours we saw four minute increments of 
advertisement that <laughs> you you going straight to the bank, kicking and laughing your way straight to the bank. And I can I salute you on that. Yeah, make that your was, money, bro. That was smart. He's getting on all these looks, but I just don't know if it's uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's. I I don't know. Like with cats saying all this stuff, if if it's true, should he have said it? You know, because I feel like sometimes, like you, the better you be, but you better serve. Just it's like he's throwing a lot of cats under the bus. Because I went back and I looked at uh, Def Jam twenty five uh, mm-hmm. last last night, and on stage you got cats, you got Sid, you got you got uh, uh, Steve. Like they're all there. They're all mm-hmm. there. They're laughing and joking. It's like they're all there. He's like he's throwing a whole community of comedians under the bus. And if he's telling the truth, okay. Or if some of it's true and some of it's not, like we don't know. Because Guy Tory came out and said when he said that, uh, like Cedric uh, wasn't at Fat Tuesdays in the documentary. Well, Guy Tory pulls up video and there's pictures of Cedric and Cat and Steve mm-hmm. all on stage. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's there. So when he said that they weren't there, like wasn't there Tiffany Haddish came out and said he was wrong about the stuff with her that she was there she didn't play on some nights but she played on other nights and Kat didn't mm-hmm. see her so maybe all of his stuff isn't spot on but I think the most damaged stuff was when he went in on like Ricky Smiley yeah and and, and then his Ricky's Ricky's uh rebuttal I my heart was getting broken every time he tried to say something. It was like, come on, Rick. Like, but no, was... but see, I believed Rick because I because even Cube came out and said that Rick did go out for Money Mike. Like that yeah. was the plan that and, he went and... out for Money Mike, and then when they saw Cat, Cat was so good that they made Cat Money Mike. So Ricky' intention was to be Money Mike, and then hey, he got. What gets me is. Cat says it himself, and we didn't we didn't even think it all the way through. There were 300 comedians trying out for the role of Money Mike. Uh-huh. Why we couldn't put two and two together and say, oh, Ricky could have been one of those ones that tried out for Money Mike. Yeah, because if, if listen to Ice Cube, they like Ricky had the job. Like he mm-hmm. had it, but then when they saw Cat, they were like, okay. He's gonna be better at Money Mike. Yeah, and and, and cats acting like Money Mike is like, you know, this great. Play the pimp, man. You know. Yeah, and, and really it's not hope. the best. It's not the best Friday movie, and he played a pimp in it. And and this, and this is the thing. It's like if you go back and look at Cat Williams when he was Cat in the Hat, when he was announced as Cat in the Hat coming on stage, he was always Money Mike. Yeah. Like money, he Mike was, is him. Yeah, that's that's his character. That's his persona. I mean, and then after that, you had all these series about pimping, pimping, and he goes from a a pimp on on his comedy stage to a pimp on the big screen to a pimp in animated versions. Like he is typecast. Yeah, he's a little pimp. Like and yeah. that so. And he pimped the system. He pimped the internet recently. That's that's all he did, bro. Yeah, like people are gonna like say, like you even thought that people are gonna come out. That he got a new tour coming out. People are gonna come out and see it. They want to know what he has to say. And yeah. by missing these other guys, we're gonna show up and be like, okay, what else is he gonna tell us? But you notice yeah. he he ain't punch up. He ain't never. 
He ain't say nothing about Murphy. He ain't say nothing about no, none about of the Chappelle, great. about Chappelle. None of the greats. I don't and think he talk. He didn't talk about Rock either. Like I don't think no, he did. But he no, was, he didn't bring Rock up. And this is the thing. It's like he's he's playing on on the um, the already unknown, the the quote unquote known unknown. There, well, you know these people always clicked up. When have you known Hollywood not to be clicked up? Yeah, right. like there's always a, a a Rat Pack, a Brat Pack. Adam Sandler got his click, you yeah. know. <laughs> so it's like all these people, everybody had a click that they were cool with, and you know, as far as competitive nature, everybody, some people gonna beef with each other in the click or outside of the click. So it's like, you know, when you start throwing out. People, he 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 hits the religious side, talking about God's people and and the devil people, and then he talks about Illuminati and all. And it's like at this point, it's like, bro, come on now. Now you're just playing on people's heartstring because you know when you say that conspiracy theory, people ears are gonna pop up. But see, I knew it. I knew it all along. And it's like, come on, bro. And that's why I think Shannon show (laughs) Shannon should. Like you gotta gatekeep some of that. Like, yeah. you like you can't just let cats come on and say whatever they want to say without fact checking. Like if he would have said, "Okay, I fact check. I went through all of this," and or have the other side of it. Like I, I don't know. It's like he he was kind of reckless with him just throwing mm-hmm. that out there and not because he we called. I don't want to like what he what he talked about Kim Kardashian talked about her virtue. Like we don't know. But it's like, yeah, like how you gonna you gonna let somebody? And then Shannon, the the, the dumbest question I thought he asked, because I watched the whole thing <laughs> when he, Shannon goes, "Cat, how do you get rid of toxic women?" Yeah, who, who does that? Who who asked that question? That's that's how like that? a personal. That's a personal question that you could ask off record. Like, yeah, if you if you really got that issue in your life, you don't yeah, have don't, you don't ask. And, and why that. are you asking, Cat Williams, out of all the people? Yeah, and then when Kat said, I'll go to a strip club and I see somebody I like, I'm going to tell her this is your last day stripping. And, and, he, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, bro, come on now. Yeah. How, like, how you get excited about that? Like, I'm just disappointed in Shannon more so. Like, Kat going to be Kat. Yeah. But I wish he would have been, I don't know, maybe, I feel like Charlemagne would have done a better job with the interview. Definitely. Cause even Charlemagne on the on the Breakfast Club, he calls you out on mm-hmm. that. If he like, okay, maybe not. We're not sure about this. You know, let, let's yeah. let's let's double back. You sure you want to say that? So yeah, and, but it does, and it's 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 one of those situations where it's like, okay, and I, you know who said it best? Um, Bernie Mac's daughter came came out. And she she said it best. It's like, it's like your favorite uncles in the family are having a tiff between each other, and you love all of them, and you don't want it to happen. But they got to work it out between each other, and it got aired out. That's all it is. It's like, for me, as far as showmanship, as far as uh, great uh, comedy schemes, Cat Williams. Got to be listed in the top twenty of comedians. 
because he 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 does very well. But I also love the Kings of Comedy, all four of them. If I'm and, going, if I'm going stand up, I feel like cats. If we're just doing stand up, we're not talking about TV okay. shows or anything. Then I go, I put, I might put Cat Top Ten. Yeah, like I've yeah. seen him, I've seen him live, and he's really funny. He's energetic, and he's and he's good, and he's timely. He's he's like he does the pimp stuff, but he also does the stuff that makes you think. He got some Chappelle in him. He's got yeah. you know some and Bernie the, in him. He yeah. got a little bit of rock in him. Like he got a little bit of everybody in him. That's one of like, the okay. things. One of the things that I love about Cat, whenever he goes to a city, he researches events that happen in the city, and and just the city period. And he opens up his show. And he'll like when he when he came to Jackson, Mississippi, he knew, you know, the different places where you go and you know, <laughs> like you go to this place to eat, you go to this place when you want to go shopping. I was and, there. He was like, Y'all get off of Lynch Street. He was like, you and, know, y'all go to John. I'm going to Johnny T's. Like he has yeah, spots. Like, like he's, he's smart with that. Yeah. Like he like he lived in the area. Like he knows, but all he do. Which what he did in this interview, gather the information, uses it to his advantage. He's a very intelligent, very smart, strategic. Like like our favorite line in in a training day. He's surgical with it, Jake. Yeah, like he is. he's real surgical with it, and it's 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 just I love I love what he started because to me. In the sense of, if I could compare him to hip hop, he's Fifty Cent in that sense. You remember how when Fifty came out, he was just poking, he was just punching at everybody. Like, why are you, why are you on Ja Rule so hard like that, or why are you on blah 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 so hard like that, and why are you starting beef with such and such? And if you n- notice, he did it to help those people out. What what comedy needs now? What comedy needed was somebody to stir everybody up, especially especially the older heads, to do something new. Like, okay, you done did it. Let's see who's gonna come out and do a new special. Let's see who's gonna come out and do something funny, just for the culture. Make the culture move. Man, fifty eight is so I I don't think that was a friendly. Yeah, well, that that one, yeah, but the other ones, like (laughs) the other stuff, like we love, we just love that competitive nature, and and that's just what America is built off of. So I love the fact that Cat came out this year and just shook up the system so well that I want to see, you know. I want to see said do another, but, but they're not. But I think what he's doing, he's pushing up against cats who have already made it, and they don't have to. Like yeah. Cedric, literally, don't have to do nothing else. He's syndicated with CBS. Steve Harvey has all these shows he's done. Mm-hmm. Like these guys, he's talking about have made their money, and I feel like Cat is still trying to trying to get to what. Like he's a successful comedian, no doubt sells out and he claims he's like a millionaire and all this. I get it. But he mm-hmm. still hasn't done uh, he hasn't had that. Okay, he won the Emmy in Atlanta. Great. Great. Mm-hmm. But I don't see a show or a movie to where, you know, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't want that. But I don't know, you know how sad yeah. like, like the neighborhood is not is not a great show. 
but it's a show on CBS that's going to be yeah. in syndication that's going to get tons of money. And and the thing about it is, Sid has never been like that that stand up guy by himself. And with with the neighborhood, he finally got the chance. He he fits in that role, and it works for him now. But he's like like is, Red Fox from Red Fox went to yeah. Sanford and Son. Like like I feel like comedians, if you're really good, you graduate to doing something else, and then you come back and do comedy maybe if you want to. Mm-hmm. But you most time the goal is to be like Ray Romano. Like get you a TV show, right? Do a couple of movies, do stand up if you want to, and that's it. But I feel like Cat's gonna be one of those forever stand up comedians. Now, my thing is being that everybody feels like Champ, uh, Champ, that uh, Cat is the champion for the underdog for all these comedians that got looked over. If I was one of the comedians like Red Grant, like uh Linnell, uh this is just some of his people that's that flow under Cat Williams umbrella, Red Grant, Linnell, uh Campbell, who are hilarious comedians in their own right. I need this is the time I need to capitalize and be like, Yeah, uh Corey Holcomb, even even on his podcast, he said something about some people. Like Corey Holcomb is one of those people that you you gotta get a you gotta get a tough skin to listen to him, <laughs> but yeah. he's hilarious in that sense. But a lot of the comedians that are under the the uh, Cat Williams umbrella need to come out. I mean, even uh, what's the guy that Mr. Cooper, um, uh, Mark Curry, M- Mark Curry, he needs to come back out and and sh- and show people like, hey, I'm I'm the one who set Steve up. Well, and then a lot of and a lot of these people need to be like, hey man, I got paid for that joke. Cause you know, that's another thing in the comedy world. They they got ghostwriters just like hip hop. Yeah, but maybe I don't know. I feel like maybe sometimes you're like, I'm done, like it's over. Like, who cares? Like, you know what? Yeah. Like, okay, it's over. We said that. But Dion Cole came out and he said that Cat helped him out and gave him money when he first started. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like he should. You know, you ain't got to say everything, man. Right. Like you, like if you won, you won. Just let it, let it be, man. Because like these mm-hmm. cats are trying to make money, and he's literally actually messing with folks' money just because you want to yeah, get they, the accreditation is being being a oh yeah question like oh yeah and 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 stop. I mean, I don't like the fact that you just discredit Ricky Smiley's stuff because Ricky is funny. You can't. He's a different funny. He's funny. Yeah. He's funny to his. And every Spears said it best. Comedy is subjective. Everybody got their own audience. So don't discredit somebody's comedy style because of you know what audience they reach. They reach the audience that they reach. Like for a period in time, Ricky was the hottest thing on radio. Like doing those prank calls and all that type of stuff and yeah. people was loving it and you know that was the thing during that time but you can't discredit it and say it wasn't funny and say that the best <laughs> I, I hate that he said him and Ter- Tyler Perry can't play a, a man to save their life yeah like, oh my god it's like that that, that, that was like that that was personal <laughs> it, yeah, it gets was... personal you know what I'm saying it's yeah it's it's like it was... come on bro and then, and then let's talk about the whole dress thing because I know that 
Yeah. Like comedians get caught up into like I don't want to wear a dress. I saw a thing with Dave Chappelle was talking about mm-hmm. they tried to put him in a dress and he didn't want to do it because he felt like it was beneath him and I get it. Like I I wouldn't want to do it and I wouldn't do it. But I'm not gonna crap on the cats that did it and because we all laughed at Big Mama's house. Yeah. We all laughed at uh I mean, if you go back further when Flip Wilson did it back in the right. day, and you want right. to go, Milton Berle did it. You go back to Robin Williams was Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, like there's comedians. Uh, uh, there. So who else? Uh, Kevin Hart did it on Saturday Night Live. There's cast that did it for their comedy, and I don't know if I want to crap on them for something they chose to do. Or White Chicks, which is one of the funniest movies I think the Wayne Brothers has ever done. Exactly. But if you you know, you don't want to put them in a dress, then that movie works just because they did that. Right. And so it's 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 just that whole thing of okay, you didn't want to do it, cool. But don't don't you know it's almost to the point people gotta realize some of that stuff is jealousy and you gotta you gotta look at it like you loving this, but he low key sound like a hater. You know what I'm saying? It's mm. like you everybody talk about, oh, I hate it when people be hating on people because they do good, but then we ate this up like it was a fresh pastry. Yeah. But he was hating on a lot of people that made it. Like when I heard Martin's name, I was like, Oh, wait a minute. Wait, you done gone too far now, bro. You know, you don't yeah! <laughs> you don't talk yeah! about Martin Like we well, let's 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 not Yeah, no. and it's like, okay, they did that. They tried it. It didn't work. Some people bounced back from it, and some people didn't. But at the end of the day, they got their money, and that's all people trying to get to the people that's listening to podcasts across America and or radio across America. All you're trying to do is get through your eight hours in the day and make your check so you can pay these bills and make sure your baby's happy and fed and, fed and got clothes on. And that's the same thing these comedians did, bro. And it's like when Cat comes on, and you know, at the end of the day, we got to realize this is entertainment, even though it's vengeful in- entertainment, and it's also a marketing tool for this tour that's coming up. Yeah, isn't it ironic that he has a tour right around the corner, like yeah. right now? And I probably and- they selling tickets in the city. People eating those up right I'll now. Tell you something. The radio station here in Florida is blowing it up left and right. And mind you, the radio station I listen to, Ricky Smiley is the, the face of the radio station here. Like his he's one of the he's the syndicated morning show at the radio station here. But I I bet you and believe you believe me this that Cat Williams uh promo for uh Dark Matter mm. is playing on, on the on the radio station and the promoters I was like, "Hey, we got tickets. Uh, come and hear what hear hear what else Cat Williams got to say." Yeah, and and the uh, the local radio uh personalities are saying, "Did you hear?" And they they're stirring it up so much that when Cat Williams hit whatever city he hits, total sellouts. That's yeah. all this was. This was yeah. a marketing tool, and if we take it for face value, is the fact that this guy was so smart and I have to applaud him. <laughs> Kudos stand up. Bro, if I could get somebody if I could market myself that way, 
I would have did the same exact thing because right now Cat is setting himself up. All he need now is a special to go like a, a movie special to show how he sell out arenas because he already sell out arenas. Yeah. So just do that, and he's won. He's won the game. He's, he won. Yeah, that's he, it. He won. One hundred percent. Somebody, I heard somebody say this is like, no, this this was uh, this. Somebody said this was like, we don't we shouldn't treat it like a two and a half hour interview. We should treat it like a two and a half hour comedy special. Right. Like he had a comedy special on YouTube with Shannon. And and that was it. They say this his comedy special was funnier than Dave Chappelle's latest comedy special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard That's that. Cold, That's cold. Yeah. So, but yeah. So, like you said, it's it's smart marketing. He's gonna sell out for sure. So, uh, and, so and, I said, and we'll, then we'll it's like year. it's like it, at points you got to realize like some of the stuff he said was hypocritical too. It's like. In one breath, you're talking about all the people that you don't like. And then in the second breath, you're like, I don't have any comedy that offends people. Comedy is supposed to make everybody laugh. And I'm like, wait a minute. I just laughed at the fact you just said that Steve Harvey has a lace front, got the coldest line, got the coldest hairline in the the comedy world, but he he got a a man unit. Yeah, unit. Come on, bro. Like you can't have your cake and eat it too. Like you just made yourself you you just said I don't say any comedy that offends people. It's not funny. But then you're offending people. Yeah, he's special. So yeah. And it, but yeah, like you said, he's special. He's, he's special ready. and he knew what to do. All publicity is good publicity, bad or good. And he he did what he did. He did his special work. And I, for me, as a as a person who consumes social media as entertainment and watch movies and all that good stuff, it was perfect entertainment for me. But at the end of the day, it's not going to affect my workday. It's not going to, I'm not Team Cat or Team Steve or Team Ricky or none of that stuff. All I'm saying is all them jokers making more money than me. So I ain't got no dog in the fight. That's fair. That's fair. So, <laughs> like you said, we just had to jump on and add our little yeah. show, our, our two pennies on you. Yeah, know. drop our two pennies <laughs> on it. Just since everybody else dropping, they they. I mean, every podcast, yeah. every radio station, everybody's asking people's opinion about, and it's like, hey, can hey, if everybody gonna pile up on it. Yeah, the drive-in yeah. podcast. We on top two. We gonna we hop gotta, on pile. We we gonna drop on in. But like I said we'll be back later on in the week with with some new like movies. We got new stuff coming in. But we had yeah. we had to jump on and address this. Yeah, got to. All right, man. Peace. Peace.